Welcome back to another episode of Direct Response Secrets. I'm your host, Zachary J. Radford. And in this episode, we have an amazing guest, Dr. Teresa Pantanella. She is a doctoral level occupational therapist turned direct response marketer and AI enthusiast. This was probably one of the best interviews I've done in a long time. It was very fluid, the conversation was flowing. We talk about so many great things. We talk about Facebook ads, we talk about AI, we talk about ways to win with your clients. It's an absolute treasure trove of nuggets for you and I hopefully you enjoy it. Let's get into it. Before we jump into this episode, I just want to say the book is available finally after two years of creation and multiple iterations and it's a 200 and some odd page book jam-packed to the gills with quality information that'll help you grow your business. That's right. I'm talking about direct response secrets. Spend $1 on any advertising medium and get $2 back or more. It's available now. Click the link in the email and go directly to the sales page and grab your copy. All right, let's get into it. All right. Uh, welcome back to the episode. Today, uh, I have a very special guest and a, a very new friend of mine, Teresa Pantanella, and she is an expert in Facebook ads, marketing, and AI galore. Uh, I'm so privileged to have you on the show today. I know uh, the listeners will get a lot from this. Welcome on the show. Oh, thank you, Zach. Thank you so much for having me. It's a real pleasure to be here with you. And I'm delighted that we have this blossoming friendship. <laughs> same, same. We were literally trying to, rec I'm normally recording the podcast like 10 minutes into meeting my guests. Uh, we've been talking for 40 minutes and haven't even pressed record yet. So I figured we'd catch some of that magic on the podcast and, and share the value with uh, with everybody else. So uh, just, um, just for our listeners, how'd you get your start in this marketing? What was your journey like? And uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I'm a... Uh... Let's call it recovering doctoral level occupational therapist. <laughs> I finished my doctorate degree in 2005, and I just have a knack for doing things as intense and to the most extreme that I possibly can. And it was um, when I was asked to go to a doctoral program, they said, Teresa, you're already doing doctoral level work. You're already writing papers. You're already giving speeches and presentations. Just you just need the the letters after your name. I'm like, okay, so I did that. <laughs> you know, and, and healthcare is kind of you know it's it's. In America, I know you're in Canada, you know, we're all very dependent on these third-party payers. And no matter who I spoke to yes. about cash flow, they told me, well, you have two choices. You can either close the business or you can sell it. Great choice. I, like, I just want to improve my cash flow. Like, yeah, close it or sell it. Oh my goodness. Well, well thanks for the options there. Right, uh... right, right, yeah. right. So that whole process of uh, who do I want to be now? Yeah. I really, really, really enjoyed the marketing part. Oh, beautiful. I love going to the doctor's offices and talking to them about the patients. I like doing the exhibits. I like doing giving the presentations. So it was natural for me to want to do the marketing. And I thought, well, if I could do something that's not location dependent, yes, I could do some traveling because, you know, as an entrepreneur, you work at least half a day every day. So at least 100%. 12 hours, right? At yes, least. At yeah. Least. Yeah. And then, you know, your friends are running off to 
you know, these fantastic weekend trips and you're going, well, I've got clients to serve. Yeah. You know, I do stuff. Yeah. So I wanted a, a, a more of a lifestyle that lent itself to enjoying hobbies, enjoying friends, enjoying short trips. So the marketing started off with video production. Then it got totally. into how to get the video onto the website, learned how to build the websites, ended up in an, a mastermind for SEO. Got really good at it because Zach, I didn't know any better. I just followed the instructions. What year was this? To, like, oh, uh, 2014, yeah, wow. 2014 or 15, right through there. Wow. Yeah. yeah so crazy to me to see when you look back on how everything connects. Um, and every time I have a guest and I hear that beginning part of their story, it's so different from where they are now. It just gets me fired up and excited. So uh, <laughs> sorry to interrupt you. You So you were at an SEO mastermind of all things. <laughs> yeah. And, and you, know, it's, you know, marketing, especially SEO is mostly men. So yes. I was like three yes. ladies in, in this group of like 50 some odd people. Yes. And the two guys that were running it, um, Ben Payton, Joe Troyer, they, they asked me, they said, Teresa, we will comp your fees for the mastermind if you stay around and help train the, the women. I said, sure. I mean, what a great deal. So yeah. once a week, I would get on a call just for the ladies. It became a fantastic selling point for them. We had at least 10 or 12 women. We tripled the numbers, right? I stayed with them for like a year and a half. And I'm teaching yeah. it and teaching it and teaching it. And it was so cool. Now, one of the sites did really well. And I actually sold that site for 10 grand. Beautiful. Yeah, it was making me regular income. Then I sold it. Um, Got to sell all the opportunities there. That's my favorite. Uh, exits are really, really fun. I highly recommend them. <laughs> now, the cool part is I sold it to Joe and Ben. Oh, did you? <laughs> so you had the in. That's funny. I Isn't it um, though? It is because, and it's exactly what happened to me. I was building a business for somebody and I had a percentage and they're like, hey, can we buy that? And I was like, Sure. Sure. And and somebody asked me, I was in a mastermind. They're like, how did you plan that out? I was like, I didn't. <laughs> like it right. just happened. Uh, so that, that's awesome. That's great. Yeah. 10 grand, 10 grand. Yeah. Put it in my pocket. Let's go. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. What else do I need to do? Yeah. Who else do I need to serve? Yeah. That's it. On to the next chapter. <laughs> yeah. One of the ladies in the group really knew Facebook ads. So she's asking about how do the Facebook ads work with the SEO. And I'm like, what's Facebook ad? I mean, I didn't know. So she was like, well, this is what it is. And I, I became curious and interested. So I started like going to webinars on that and seminars and ran into this guy called Ezra Firestone and Molly Pittman. Yes, yes, yes. Really small players in the industry. They've always yeah. spent like a trillion dollars right. on advertising. Right, <laughs> right. And I was, I, I was hooked. I heard Molly's story. Love it. Absolutely hooked. And I was like, well, my gosh, she's from Kentucky. I'm from Ohio. I could relate to her. Yes. I understood she was teaching. Joined yes. her mastermind right away. Jumped right on in there. And wasn't got she good from, at it. Uh, wasn't she originally from... Uh, digital marketer, I think, wasn't she? Yeah. she like Ryan Dias and all that. Like I yeah. was blown away when I heard her story. So even uh, being a male and I could relate to, I was like, wow, that, and she has done some things. I thought that was Absolutely. super impressive. So I see why you were drawn to that. Yeah. She's pretty cool. Uh, so I followed her for a long time and she had a guest speaker come on, Kurt Molly. 
Now, I don't, I don't know if you've heard or not. With him. He is a trip. Really? Her the way he talks and the way he explained it, he has a system that I learned and became really, really good at. I could take an ad account now, take that entire methodology and flip that ad account into, into the black within like 45 days. Wow. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Absolutely love it. Make a huge difference. Every time I I do a a consult, I'm like, all right, got to do X, Y, and Z, hand it over to them. Would you like to do that? Would you like me to do that? Yeah. Love it. I absolutely yeah. love it. And I also have a ton of experience with Facebook ads. So I'm probably going to pick you. Do. You, you do. And, 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 and here's the cool part about Facebook ads. Yes. There's so many ways to make these things work. I yes. mean, like, like everyone has a different approach. Um, some things work better than others. And yes. kind of like a smorgasbord of opportunities for people. Yes. Like when their ads don't work, you know, I gently ask them when they're open to that conversation, you know, what about the ad were you trying to sell and what, what objective were you using or, you know, you know, were you using conversations that reflected what was going on in your prospect's mind? Yes. 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 But did you, were you doing any retargeting? Yeah. And when you look at me kind of funny and go, what do you mean retargeting? I'm like, okay, there's, I can help there's, you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. There's your opportunity. Yeah. That would make a huge difference for you. I and, always used to, uh, explain uh retargeting i would just say wayfair i'm like do you ever go on wayfair and then it follows you around the internet that's retargeting because they did it so much back in the day and everybody who's ever been on wayfair is like oh they know it three times they know it they know it yeah i love those dinner conversations where people say i get so annoyed all i did was look up (laughs) band-aids you know for my son's boo-boo you know Yeah, yeah And you're like, I do that for a living. <laughs> right, right. Well, this is how it works. Yeah, yeah. this is how it works. It's great. Yeah. You for your business or somebody you know. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm I'm, I'm, watching a hockey game with some friends and he's like, okay, picks up a box of tissues. How would you advertise this box of tissues? <laughs> <laughs> do you have a runny nose? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Because <laughs> you're going to need some tissue. Side note, they are going to stop manufacturing Kleenex in Canada. I just saw this the other day. I was blown away. Wow. So now we have to call it uh, toilet uh, tissue or something because we can't use Kleenex. So in Canada, we call everything Kleenex. So it doesn't matter what it sure. is. Me Kleenex. That's the brand right. name. But they're going to stop making it here in Canada for some reason. Not for businesses, just for uh, consumers. Personal use. Weird. Side well, note. you got to set up Just a business then and you order yourself a case of Kleenex. <laughs> two, at least two, or we could shop on in the U.S. and get Costco to ship it to us. But uh... <laughs> yeah, perfect. Perfect. Yeah, Amazon. Anyway. Yeah, maybe they're doing it to save the trees or something. I doubt it. But <laughs> okay. It Just a thought. <laughs> Just a thought. You know, as a, as a scuba diver, I'm, I'm environmentally conscious. Yes, I um, I hope that's the reason why, but I'm strongly uh, believe that it's probably to do with business. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that would be interesting. Anyway. Yeah. So, sorry, I, I derailed this a little bit. You learned and mastered uh, Facebook ads. And what did you do once you had that information and that knowledge? Where did you take that? And who did you help? Well, who did I help? Great question. I helped a lot of e-commerce businesses. Love e-commerce. Yeah. It's such fun to work on, isn't it? It is. And they need so much help. They do. They do. It's not fair. Like it's totally not fair. You got to figure out your suppliers and your traffic and you're this and you're that and you're that. And then you're trying to figure everything out and your margins are like 
X amount. It's, it's a hard thing to do. That's who I served as well. So yeah. Yeah. Then, oh, oh, I've got this charge and that charge and the other charge. Like, well, let's clean up your plugins first to reduce your charges. Yeah. yeah. And let's streamline your system. Yeah. Let's work on your offer. Let's work on your product. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the- how would you serve them? And so your offering essentially is, is Facebook ad management and that's, that's what you would open the door with. Well, you know what, that's, a lot of times people will call me because they know I do Facebook ads. Mm-hmm. And as you know, as a marketer, you can't know just one piece of the pie. No. You have to know that entire recipe that went in to make that delicious cherry pie. 100%. You have to know how the crust was put together. You have to know how to bake it, what temperature. You have to know what goes in the filling. You have to know all of the pieces to make a really good pie. Mm-hmm. If you only know part of it, I'm not serving my customer well. So I'm looking at their landing page and making suggestions there. Mm-hmm. So what would work better? What creates a better viewer experience or user experience when people mm-hmm. are on the website? You know, using heat maps on the website is one key piece. A lot of my clients don't use when I first start with them. Mm-hmm. There's actually now um, heat maps that are set up by AI to show you what happens before your website even goes live. AI I know. is insane. And um, it's so cool. It's I remember when so I first time. got on the internet, Teresa, I was literally building the front end of my websites using something called front page. And you literally yes. would make a change and you'd flip it over to see if it happened. And then you would, you'd go back and forth. This was before any of this stuff. Now, it, uh-huh. like I hear something like that. It's just like, wow. And that's like rocket fuel for our businesses. And I, I have, I see two camps. I see a, a camp of people that are kind of afraid of AI, going to lose my job. And the other camp is like, let's go. This is going to be amazing. And we're going to leverage this. Where do you sit in that? I sit in the let's roll. Yes. Let's Good. roll. Because I could see a higher quality of life coming out of it for everybody. Yes. So good. Yeah, I, I could see where the marketers will, will spend less time working on campaigns. That doesn't mean we need another client. Yeah. Because a lot of what we do comes from our experience. Like five years ago, I couldn't run the campaigns I run now. Yeah. I, I know more about the funnel, how to plug a hole in a funnel, where to, how to look for the holes in the funnel. What do these numbers mean? You know, add to cart, NGSA checkout. Why do we need the percentage between those two? Well, that could be where your hole is. Yeah. Yeah. So for, I think AI is it starts to evolve and becomes more commonplace in our work every day Mm -hmm. to be saved. As a result, there's a faster product to market speed. There's a faster, you know, advertising campaign to go live speed. Yes. Yeah. And I think rocket fuel. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's, it's like, um, well, take, for example, when the whole Space Odyssey movie came out, like in 1968 or something like that. And yeah. people were afraid of it because they thought, oh, you know, the computers are going to take over. And then in the 1990s, you know, yep. artificial intelligence came about again and again. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's going to take over. We're going to lose. The computer's going to take over mankind. Yeah, what was that other movie that Will Smith did? iRobot or something like that? Uh, iRobot was one of them. Terminator yeah. was another big component to that as well. yeah. Yeah, so this this is rolling. Yeah, but you know what? ChatGPT, the eight, the 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 language models, they don't have emotions. No, they're trained on languages 
that do good that do good. Yeah. I mean, you, you can't even get ChatGP to write bad stuff. No things because it's it's programmed not to. No, and it's very helpful for me, it condenses time. What used to take exactly. me eight hours takes me one. Yeah. Right. And it, it does produce like a lot of subpar stuff, but I use my eye and my brain to say, ooh, no, this needs to be here. No, ooh, this needs to be here. And I feel like an artist almost putting things together yeah. versus and assembling a masterpiece instead of building it from the ground up, which is the hardest part is getting started with a lot of that stuff anyways. Um, Taking a little from here, a little from there. But yeah. the most part, it comes from your experience, from your own knowledge. Yes. And and the ability to tell what's good and what's not good. Yes. I think that's where people that don't have that self-confidence of their skills, those are the ones that are saying, ah, I don't know about this AI thing. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. that's, that's great because if you have the awareness, you say, okay, I'll, I need to learn. <laughs> like, right. I need to figure this out. Right. This is a bad thing that, ah, that every time I feel that fear, I'm like, okay, what do I need to learn? What, what skill, who do I need to meet? What call do I need to make? What is on everything you want is on the other side of that. Yes. So that to me, that's a big sign of being like, why do I feel nervous? Why are my palms sweaty? Why are these things happening? Why am I terrified of this AI? Take that jump and, and know that whatever you're looking for is on the other side. So before we get too far into AI, and I'm going to grill you a little bit on AI, <laughs> no, you got a lot going on in the AI world. I, I do. I do. because I, I run the AI club and I love having people talk to me about it. Yes. Yeah. And I will, I'll get there. I just want to finish the, uh, cause there's probably a couple open loops here. First, we were talking about, uh, your, your journey. And then we were talking about, uh, the person that you were serving. So first off, what, what happened after you've learned to master Facebook ads? Did you, what was that next step for you? Well, the next step was I had clients I was serving mostly in the e-commerce space. Yes. Yes. And they were people that had taken, um, it, it kind of like went like wildfire. Once one person found out about me, they called the other classmate. They had all taken like this $5,000 three-day class to build their e-commerce store. Well, you and I know that you can't do it in three days because you've got a lot of no. to do, a lot of testing to do. Yes. Yeah. So I ended up with a lot of the students. <laughs> <laughs> That's so essentially they were making your market for you because yes. once they realized it wasn't all sunshine and rainbows. Right. They're like, I actually need to build a business now. And then that, that's yeah. where you come in. Yes. Yes. And you've got to put your systems in place, especially for customer service. You have to 100%. have that in place. Yeah. So I worked on a lot of e-commerce accounts and um, one gal that I, I, I respect and admire, Jamie Harmon O'Connor, mm -hmm. no longer in the industry. She's doing coaching now. She wanted a junior media buyer. And I was like, well, you know what? If I could spend time learning from somebody like her, mm -hmm. how would that be? Just like you said, what do I need to know? Who do I need to learn from? 100%. The day I started as her junior media buyer, the senior media buyer resigned. Wow. So <laughs> things just kind of fell into place for you. Like, right place, right time. I had like two weeks to get up to speed on 11 different ad accounts. <laughs> Yay. Like half a million dollars in ad spend in six months. You should send an e a thank you email to whoever the senior was and say, thank you. This was the best <laughs> thing you ever did. <laughs> the experience was, was pretty incredible. You and not only uh, got a master class, you got a life class there. <laughs> exactly. 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 It was a life class. Yeah. <laughs> Get up to speed on, you know, promoting webinars and coaching and yes. 
uh, products like uh, info products. Yes. A couple of e-commerce clients in there. Oh my goodness. There was one that was entirely based on, we spent $25,000 a month basically on promoting posts. What? Just, just to get PR and brand brand awareness out there. Wow, that's my favorite client ever. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, I'll just boost those for you. Boop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Not a problem. Got you yeah. covered. Yeah, yeah. It was pretty. It was a pretty amazing account. Yeah, no, that that's awesome. So you had like a, a massive wide range, uh, like a, a hose right at you. All this different information. And so that training that you took originally obviously paid off. Like you're like, yes. okay, now I can handle some stuff. How did you find that transition uh, from your previous position to now running ads and doing that? Like, cause you, you were doing the teaching side, which has its own challenges, right? Yes. Like getting people to take action and all these other things to actually going ahead and providing a service. How did you find that transition? Well, the transition was, was interesting because it took me it took me more out of the people interaction space. Yes, like I'm obviously a people person. Mm -hmm. Me too. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> and what um, the the project manager always wanted me on the calls with the clients because she didn't understand Facebook ads. Yes. So that gave me some interaction with with people, which was good. It was it was every day, all day long. I'm on the computer. I'm on the computer. I'm on the computer. And I do enjoy the teaching more. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there, there's there's just something about that, you know, seeing people blossom, see their aha moments go on. I love it too. I love it too. Yeah. Matter of fact, I'm starting to work uh, out um, a new a new um, arrangement with a with a with a prospect. We're in a conversation about me actually teaching him how to do the ads. Yes. And then he's going to teach me something about his industry that I need to know. That's awesome. Yeah. That's absolutely awesome. awesome. There's so much value that you can provide. And we were talking about this too. You get leverage as an yeah. individual on the teaching side. Um, so as you know, I've spent lots of money on ads and I've been in all the yeah. accounts. And what I found for running the ads myself, and I know a lot of our listeners are currently running ads or running ads for other people, but it can be kind of like a thankless thing sometimes because it's always like, what'd you do for me today? What'd you? It's very number-based and it takes a very uh, specific person to be able to handle that pressure and yeah. to constantly deliver. Where I was really good is I was good at coming up with like, like my big, my big hack is that I had a process to come up with really creative ideas for advertising and for copy that resonated with the market. So I always say, and in my book, I'm, I'm talking about how to join that conversation in your prospect's mind and saying something that everybody's thinking, but not yet saying anytime I've ever tapped into that. It's like, I don't even have to change the ads. I just change the copy. And it's like, 10x growth. It's absolutely insane. Uh, an example of that is we had um, uh, a company called Putterball and we ran their advertising. They were an e-commerce company, basically like beer pong, but for golf. Oh, golf fun. Very cool product, but they were going into the pandemic. And at that time, right, it was 2020 yeah. and it's a product where you got to get together with your friends and drink and play this game. Um, but I just called out the elephant in the room and I was like, Hey, you want this for when this is all over and yeah. you want to get practice so you can beat your friends. 
they went from losing money every month to like six, seven, eight ROAS consistently for almost two years, just off a simple idea uh, of like having to extend uh, to say what everybody's thinking, but not yet saying, and everybody yes. wants to beat their friends. Right. So they're like, yeah, we just got the stimulus money. We're going to buy this up and, and, <laughs> and play it. And it was like fire, you know, like, and we also obviously understood media buying and all that different stuff, but yeah, it was just interesting in your in your take on it because mine was mine was similar that way. It's like I felt uh, the best part was coming up with the ideas and doing the creative side. So I hired somebody in my agency to run the day to day. Shout out to Andrew. Andrew has done uh, wonderful things for profitable ads and has helped so many of the clients in the day to day media buying. Uh, but oh, together man. we built uh, our process that we're able to like help people get results, and that's what I'm doing now is I'm teaching people that process and, and helping them. So. And it makes a big difference when you can get the light bulbs to go up in their head. Oh, it feels good. It feels good. And what I get a lot is I came to you for this one thing, but I got a different thing. And that's okay because it feels like that's what I need to hear. I just I had a conversation the other day. He, he's like, what tactics and this and that? He's talking about all these different things. And I was like, Why? 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 Like, I just kept saying, why? And he's like, why do you keep saying why? Because I'm curious why you think you need to do all of these things. Right, <laughs> right. Like, maybe I don't. And I was like, maybe you don't. <laughs> like, <laughs> have you explored that? And he's like, wow, I've just been like spinning my wheels. And I was like, yeah, that's okay. I said, you have something that's working, stick to that and just keep rinsing and repeating and uh, you'll get the results you want over time. So it's interesting. Yeah. And at, at this point, I, I like I like when people come to me and I'm able to give them yes. more. You know, I feel like I, I feel like I've, I've pigeonholed myself saying, "Oh, I do Facebook ads." When it, I should be saying, "You know, I'm a direct response marketer, and let me analyze your funnel for you." Yes. Do you know that took me for, like so? That's what I call myself now as a direct response marketer. It took me forever to find my name. I'm like, "Who are you? Yeah. Like, what is it that you actually do?" And I love that. I got that from Brian because Brian's like, I'm a direct response marketer. I was like, you know what? I absolutely love that because it speaks to everything. And yes. you alluded earlier in the conversation. It's not about like Facebook ads, Facebook ads. It's like, no, no. you have to have funnel. You got to have messaging and copy and an offer and delivery. And you got financial situations. It's like just a lot that you need yeah. to know and understand in yeah. order to be successful with what we teach and what we do. So Got to know how to make that whole cherry pie, man. That's it. That's it. And we all love cherry pie. It's delicious. <laughs> so th that led you to your agency, which is uh, Right Away Leads. Yes. Awesome. Yes. And then, yeah. so are we active in our agency or is that some, you're pursuing other endeavors, but you're still servicing clients as well? I'm still servicing clients. Um, I do. Like I said, I love, I like teaching. So last spring I had my four week ad class and then I'll have that again in mid October through the middle of November, Love it. just in time for people to like get set up for either end of the year sales, get ready for the beginning of the year. Yeah. Yes. Thinking in that mode. Cause one of the things I find, and you might find it also Zach is to have that 90 day play. Mm -hmm. This is what people usually miss. You've yep. got to plan ahead. So from mid October to mid November, you can get yeah. ready for the beginning of the year. You know, if there's last minute things you want to clean up for your end of year sales push, it's a good time to jump in there and do that. Black Friday, you got all these big yeah. I can't yeah, tell so I, people I met that are, they don't plan for that. Like you were just saying, like it, it's right. insane. And sorry, what yeah. were you saying? I cut you off. 
No, it's okay. And and one of the things I love to do is uh, go inside agencies and help train their teams. Love it. Yeah, I, I've been hired to do that. And I, at first I scratched my head and I was like, okay, happy to do that. I like to teach, you know, put together yeah. different, like, you know, demonstrations for them and worksheets. And Ooh, I love that. I love that. You, so you come in and you just implement your processes in and show them how to think about advertising, essentially. Exactly. Exactly. That, that's like with, like with this new prospect. He's like, oh, I don't know if I want, want to spend kind of money right now. And um, I, I consider myself on the lower end of the spectrum for the service. And I was like, you know what? Yeah. Let, let, let's flip this on its, on its, on its head. Mm -hmm. And why don't I just take it on as a training project? 100%. <laughs> learn I love and that's the difference between a good entrepreneur and a great entrepreneur you're like okay you see there's something there you feel that and you're like I just want to get this in here how, how can we make this work yeah um, so many people just give up after the first uh, maybe no you know like is that something I I'm not I don't want to say relentless but I will always try to find a way and if you I like no because I'm like ooh this way's not working what's the next way that we can figure this out I'm not going anywhere like how do we get this to work together because I see myself helping you and, and getting that exactly that that's what I saw our, our the, my initial conversation with this guy was so cool we yes. got along so well and I was like well how can I make this happen I felt yes. bad for the guy Basically, <laughs> 100%. And then, so there'd be two school of thoughts. Like, like, you're supposed to help somebody, you know. There's two school of thoughts. Someone who's like, don't help them until he pays you tons of money. And then the other side's like, just help them and figure out how we can monetize that. And I think you need a blend of that. That's why I love the podcast because I get to be yeah. myself and I can talk and, and we can share stories and all of these things and provide value to the listeners without having like a paywall over it. Right. Like there, exactly. we, can, we can add so much value at a leverage point here that it's, it just. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Cause, cause I could, I could make it a training session and then do like, you know, like a 5% of profits at the end. hundred percent. Yeah. Just, just make it, and make if it he's not willing to pay or to budge, then it's not meant to be, right? Like, but at least you know you've tried other avenues, and you're like, "Hey, right. I thought that was the one." And if not, you'll be ready for the next one. And I, yeah. I think, I think that most humans in general, we reach one roadblock, and then that's like, "Ah, oh, it's just see, I tried." <laughs> it's like, no, no, you didn't. You got to try again and again and again. And I think that's what separates great entrepreneurs from okay entrepreneurs. You have to be willing to go at it again and and look at it from different ways and make it a win-win situation. If you can do that well and make it look easy, yeah. smooth sailing. Absolutely. And and there's there's points at which, of course, you know, no is no. Yeah. And it's time to walk away. And yeah. I think as an entrepreneur, um, it's important to recognize when there's too much effort being made. And it's not going to be a good client in the long run. Hundred percent. You know, if it's if it's not fun, yes. Yeah, to bring them on board. I yeah. just had uh, David Bear from our group on the podcast yeah. yesterday. And oh, we he's amazing. About, oh, he's good. He's just like a wealth of knowledge when it comes to marketing. He's yes. just so much information. I'm like writing. I had a page of notes talking to him. <laughs> I'm like, thank you. <laughs> I'll take both. He's good. He's good. Uh, but we were talking about bringing on clients. Um, and one thing that he mentioned was uh, 
well, how did he put it? He, essentially, we want to vet our clients before we take them. And I said, my biggest red flag is when somebody starts the conversation with my last agency was bleepity bleep bleep and put whatever you want in there of like, it didn't do good or this, all these reasons. And it was all the other agencies fault. For me, that was always a red flag. I was like, well, <laughs> if, if yeah. they couldn't do it, what makes you think I can do it? And, yeah. and I start that conversation. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Because every time I heard that, I was like, what's going on? Do you have some sort of process that you use to vet uh, clients? And, and what does that look like for you when you're bringing on somebody new? That's a great question, Zach. The process is an initial conversation. What is their problem? What do they need? Of course. And then to me, it's like a homogeneous factor. If I'm getting along with someone on that initial call and we're able to like stay within like some kind of reasonable boundaries, then yeah, I want to work with you. My, my favorite ones that always work out well are the ones that are like, okay, I need you and you're recommended to me. And mm -hmm. what do you charge? When can we start? But of course you have the total opposite of the spectrum of, you know, well, so-and-so said I should talk to you. Mm -hmm. I, I have a huge referral based business. Yeah. Love so which is nicest compliment I can have, right? A hundred percent. That is just like your reputation is absolutely everything. And if you're getting referrals, if you're not getting referrals, you should look at the service you're providing. <laughs> right. That's amazing. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So when, when I'm having conversations with people and they're going on and on and on and on and on about things, I don't need to know at that point. You know, and it's like, it's like we're, we're knee deep into the third week of my onboarding. <laughs> <laughs> Just calling up for a conversation. Right, 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 right. Yes. Or it's like the wife or the spouse is a partner, but they weren't consulted about bringing me on board. Oh, great. Yeah. Or like you said, yes. the ones that say um, the last agency and I, and they charged me and I paid the bill anyway. And I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> Either something's wrong with your judgment. Yes. Yeah. Or, and, and why, why do you not understand? Yeah. Because we're going to be the next one on the block. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like, I don't want you saying that about me, you know, like, and even, and I've had a lot of uh, great experience. I've also had bad experiences working with agencies, but I don't go around. Like I don't start a meeting with somebody new that I plan on actually working with for a long time. Be like, guess what? This last person that I met that you don't know has all of these problems right. and they caused all of these things. That to me yeah. shows lack of awareness and they haven't taken responsibility for their business. So that, that scares me a little bit and I get nervous. It's not always the case that they're a terrible client. Maybe they are having some issues and maybe they did meet someone that didn't go well. So I try to have an open mind, but to me that that's a red flag. And then of course, number two is like, can they pay you? Can they afford you? <laughs> Yeah, that, that that is the other red flag. And it's so funny that you mentioned um, not feeling good about walking into a situation where they've already bad-mouthed into their agency. Yes. Yeah, that is not good. And, and those people, to me, tend to really expect a lot from our agency, and they want us to run and manage their business for them, essentially. And that's a lot of responsibility. Um, in my book, I talk about outsourcing your marketing and your advertising without fully understanding it is like the most expensive thing that you're doing in your life and your business, because yes. being the ability to bring in leads, let's say you have a relationship with an agency and it's going great. Then all of a sudden something happens, business goes down overnight, right? right. Like 
you have you want to take have some sort of control. It is your business, and outsourcing is great. Using agencies is great, but you need to understand the fundamentals of why it's working. So if something does happen, you can protect yourself and your business. So yeah. Yeah, well, that's good. Well, it sounds like you, you got to know your numbers. <laughs> got to know your numbers. I don't, don't get me started on numbers. That's I get in a rant because like everybody's like, oh, I know my numbers. I'm like, awesome. Let's dive into it. So what's your AOV? What's AOV? I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> what, right, what's right, your, what, right. What's your lifetime value? Yeah. What's lifetime value? And I was like, okay, so you don't know your numbers. And uh, I I have this uh, little calculator that I use to uh, put all everybody's info in and it would spit out all the numbers. So you'd have like uh, a way to really understand because that is the bedrock of like, it is the reason you're not successful. The other agency wasn't successful because your numbers are jacked. Like they just don't make sense. Right. They're trying to sell something on Facebook. Yeah. Something for like $15 on Facebook and it's. $25 to acquire the customer. And it's like, they have nothing to sell on the back end. And it's like, what are you expecting me to push that number down? Like, I can't do that. Facebook's telling you what they're willing to give. You know, maybe I get it down a little bit, uh, depending on how terrible or great of a job they've done. But at the end of the day, if your numbers don't look good from the (laughs) get-go, there's a problem. You got to raise your prices and focus on stuff that you can control and, and grow and yeah, because the heavy has to be the fuel that's already on the, on an existing fire. Hundred percent. That's how I look at it. Yeah, yeah. was because the other big red flag for me with a client would be um, they don't have sufficient money for the ad spend to begin with. Yes. You know, yes. their cash flow is too tight. They're a, a new upstart. They don't have the offer set up right. Yes. Or they're just still trying to figure out what offer is going to make sense. Like you said, they don't know their numbers well. Too soon. Have them working out in the black because you should be in the black and then run the ads. Right. At least be correct on paper. <laughs> right. <laughs> if you're right. on paper, you're not going to be loving life when you get ads running. It's going to be worse. Yeah. Yeah. And and with e-commerce, that back, the, the whole abandoned cart email series, mm-hmm. I like to look at. Yeah. Because of that, that's, that's a lot of money sitting there huge amount of money. <clears throat> and you mentioned it earlier on, it's like later on down the funnel and people have these holes all over. And that's one of those games. Hey. SMS is another one. That's just like an absolute no brainer. I was kind of, uh, when it first came out, I was like, Oh, I don't know if we need that for our clients, but it made a huge impact. It was actually the number two driver of sales for a lot of my clients. So I was like, wow. Uh, presently, presently surprised. Yeah. It's yeah. so crazy. So I think that's I think that's great advice. Um, I want to get back into uh, AI because I know that's what you're excited about. I'm excited about it. I'm literally using AI like 32 times a day or more. I'm just throwing that number out. I'm just making that. I up. love it. I'm using it every day. Like before, I send an email. I like put my email in there just to see if it can give me a better version of what I'm writing. And I'm like, I like this. I don't like this. Uh, I like maybe a little too much, but, uh, I, when I was working for, uh, Scott over, uh, Scott Olford and the wisdom group, I was writing newsletters and the newsletters took me like eight hours to write one newsletter with AI. I got it down to like an hour and a half or less. It was just, it was so beautiful. I was like, this is the coolest thing ever. Um, how, how do you feel about this current AI bubble? And is it a bubble or is it something that's going to be with us for a long time, Teresa? It's going to be with us forever. 
I don't think, I think the cat's out of the bag. <laughs> it's not going back in. Yeah. I know um, the government's a little nervous as they should be because it's, it's, it's going to be a runaway train for a while. Like when a lot of the social media platforms came out and texting came out, law didn't have any way of managing that in a court. Yeah. Like, it's, like, like you couldn't put a text in as evidence because there was no way to identify it as, as evidence, for example. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. going way back. So AI is the same thing. Right now, it's kind of like the Wild West. People are going a little crazy with it. It's getting pushed to the limit. Uh, people do want to know about it. So they're willing to pay a lot of money to learn about it. And they're spending obtuse sums for the simplest things. Mm-hmm. $25,000 for somebody to set up your website is not a good idea. No, no. And <laughs> they would sell hundreds of these things. <laughs> yes. Yes. It kind of makes me nuts. It's like, yeah. it's like, well, I'm obviously not in it for the money. Uh, yeah. <laughs> or soon to be because we're raising our prices. <laughs> right. 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 And I, I mean, I, I keep watching these offers come through my email and I'm like, what exactly do you mean you're going to build all my assets for 25,000? Oh, I'm going to put, you're going to build a website. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Like, yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> I know. And then, well, included in that will be all your branding and all your different stuff. Oh, so then you're going to build my website and then take my info and just put it into chat and then give me back all that info. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Yeah. There's a, I went to a, uh, yeah, it was a two day AI summit down in Miami and the offer was a hundred thousand dollars. Wow. And they they sell, they, they did have some buyers. Wow. And then they had, you know, the follow-up phone calls from their coaches and the follow-up webinars. And, but for a hundred thousand dollars, you too could have your website, your automated text responses going. Yeah. Your email set up and it would hold your hand for a year. Wow. So for someone that doesn't know internet marketing and for someone who has that big dream of, oh, I'm finally going to be able to make money online. Like my mm-hmm. cousin Eddie does, <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or you know the guy down the street. To them, it's it's like business in a box. Yeah, you know, I think for some of us in the industry, it it, it does leave yeah. us scratching our head. You know, for me at least, and saying the AI is wonderful. And yes, it saves time, and people sure. want to use it, but let's use it equitably. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I think uh, when I hear the words business in a box, I hear headache following that <laughs> because I've tried so many. And I was talking to the, uh, David about this yesterday. It's like I used to follow those systems like verbatim. And then the biggest part that was missing for me is that I didn't realize that I'm my own unique human being and I think and feel different things. And so I was the ingredient that was different. So I would try to get things to work and they wouldn't work. Um, so I'm, I don't love the idea of businesses in the box because I think everybody's unique and they have to have their own thing. And even in my training, I'm like, whatever I say, this is a blueprint, but don't yeah. follow it verbatim. Just take what you need, right. implement it into your life and make sure that yeah. it works, test it. Um, it's hard to find something that is like fully, even if you're using AI, that's fully cookie cutter. Um, because it's all, yeah, we're all very unique, right? Like we all have, we our, are. yeah. So to think that we can all all right. have this like identical business. And here's the thing, if you get it to work and it's not aligned with you, cause I'm big on alignment. And if it's not aligned with you fully, that's when you're like, well, I want to start something new or I want to create something else. And you start that crazy cycle of, of building and tearing down and all this different stuff. And 
Yeah. So the fact that people are buying $100,000 offers, that tells me there's some sort of bubble going on there. But then yeah. there's people like you and I that are out there teaching the real deal stuff. So tell me a little bit about uh, what you're teaching your current customers and who are you serving uh, from an AI perspective? From an AI perspective, I'm serving primarily entrepreneurs in the marketing space. Love it. And small business owners in the marketing space. The, those are individuals are the ones I can relate to, the ones I know they have the same interests that I do in marketing. And when they have a question, I'm able to find the resource for them. Yeah. Yes. Love it. And then, so what, tell us a little bit about your offer. What What are you offering to the marketplace and what does that look like? And then I know this is going to change obviously, because AI is changing at the speed of light. And yes. if you don't change, you won't keep up with it. Right. But, uh, how are you serving them? Well, I have a master class that I start with for them where we go into like a chat GPT and I give them tips on how to use that. And then we also look at the possibility of using things like automation in your business. You know, what is a good AI tool stack for text to video or text to graphic? And then from there, I can, I do invite them to join the accelerated AI club and it's, it's a monthly membership right now. It's at $57. Wow. That's an absolute steal. I'll make sure to put the link down for everybody as well so mm -hmm. they can get access. Oh, you're no, thank you for coming on. Um, what are some of the, the biggest aha moments that you're seeing going through the masterclass and, and working with some of your, your people in your club that we can give to our listeners to help them, uh, get a leg up on, uh, AI. You know what? It sounds as simple as can be. I didn't realize so many people need to need to hear this that ChatGPT is not connected to the internet. It stopped being connected to the internet in 2021. So any information that's come out since then, it doesn't have access to. Wow. So the first thing you do after you set up your ChatGPT is go onto Google and just type in there Chrome extension for ChatGPT and a lot of them are going to come up. You know, I'm not making money off of any of them. They're all free. Yep. So pick one. I'll make sure to link to it. Yeah. And, and get it connected. And this will give you fresh data and give you a new perspective on what the responses are, what you're getting back. Yes. And this way, like, let's say for example, in your, in your prompt, you want to imitate um, the information or you, you, want, you want the information on a particular website to be used in the response. You could put the URL right in the prompt and ChatGPT knows to go look at that website and use that information. Love it. Without that Chrome extension, it can't do that. Love it. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so it's, it's the simplest thing. I mean, even my nephew, who um, he built a website using an AI tool. Mm -hmm. And then uh, he was talking to me about chat. Second website. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's, he's, he's going to sell. Uh, what's he selling? He, uh, solar eclipse glasses. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. How old is he? 32. 32. All right. That's good. He's, he's got it all dialed in and with, you're helping him with the ads. <laughs> I, well, if you, you know, how family's family. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, there are authoritative figures yeah. in our past that were not believed in their own towns. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I hear you loud and clear there. Yeah. He, he did ask me for feedback on the website, which I graciously gave to him, of course. Of course. And then every once I'd say, you know, do you, do you need this? Do you need that? And no, no, I'm good, Aunt Teresa. I'm like, okay. That's awesome, though. That's yeah. awesome. Um, so for him, 
you know, he didn't know he had to like connect chat GPT to the internet. Yes. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, buddy. This is welcome yeah. to the future. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and I, I, I see light bulbs go off when I mentioned it in the class. Yeah. So it's, it makes like sense. In the marketing world, people know that, but to people yeah. coming into learning AI, they don't. 100%. And that, that's why, I, that's what I like with the Accelerated AI Club. I wanted a community where we can support each other, where we can learn from each other, where no one's going, what do you mean you don't know that? Yeah. So it's, it's a kind community and people are there yeah. really sharing tips with each other. Yeah. When I have a presenter come speak to us, that's the other value that we're not just each of us like trying to figure out which end is up. Yeah. And somebody who already knows the, the AI tool come in and teach us. And I let them know, look, it's only a 60 minute call as a presenter. You have 30 minutes. Yeah. Because we interact. Yeah. yeah. We talk about what, what, what projects are we working on? Maybe people like suggestions. What will help? What won't help? Yeah. Well, I did it like this. Why don't you try it like that? So it's just a really cool hour. Everybody should join and check it out at least because I think the prices are going to double soon because by the sounds of it, you're filling up and, and you're, you're crushing it. I don't see the need of like AI going anywhere. So having a source of new information and new ideas, yeah. even when you, when you mentioned that plugin to me, I have used that and then I've turned it off and then I've turned it back. I've used it a couple of times. So it's like, just even being in the business uh, of marketing and stuff, it's yes. just new ideas. The more ideas and great information, great people you can be around just makes sense. Uh, it does. Because, you know, you when you, what is it? Iron sharp, sharpens iron. Yes. Around other people that know more than you, you're going to come up to their level. Cool. cool. Yeah. I got, uh, I'm going to wrap up shortly, but I have some rapid questions for you that okay. I just want to fire at you. And then you can, yeah, we'll just say catch yes or no. Yeah. I'll fire them at you. And then uh, we can wrap up and we can tell everybody where to find you. Okay. Thank you. No, thank you. I appreciate you coming on. This is, this is such fun. Good. I'm glad, you, I'm glad you liked it. It's been, it's been great having you. Okay. So uh, coffee or tea? Oh, coffee. Coffee. Facebook ads or Google ads? Facebook. Ooh, organic reach or paid reach? Mm, paid. Morning person or night owl? Mm. Depends. <laughs> yeah, it does. It does. The morning time is my thinking time, but I like to sleep in. Same. Yeah. And then sometimes it'll be 11, 11, 30 at night. I'm like, Tracy, you have to shut the computer off, go to bed. <laughs> So both. <laughs> right. <laughs> SEO or PPC? SEO. SEO. Ooh. Email marketing or social media marketing? Mm. Email. One word that best describes your marketing style? Easy. I love it. Uh, favorite marketing tool? Oh. Mm. That's a great question. I have a, a lot of them. If you had to pick one, if you're uh, on a desert island and you had to have one tool. <laughs> if I had to have one tool? Yeah, you can do more than one. I'm just kidding. Okay. Lucky Orange for the heat map. Lucky Orange, great software. Yeah. Especially yeah, like that. And Google Analytics. Google <laughs> Analytics. You got to have you gotta have the GA. Even with GA4 and its complexities, I still like it. Like I'll take I, it. I like it. To me, it's it's simpler. Yeah. It, it's the, it's, the, the, 
the interface is bigger to read. The, the hard part for me was unlearning what I already had learned and to yeah. get this, understand that it was simpler. And uh, that took a minute, but it is great. Once you have it set up, you're like, wow, why didn't they have it like this to begin with? Right. <laughs> uh, every, uh, a book that every marketer should read. Oh, Breakthrough Advertising. Breakthrough Advertising. Love it. Have it on my shelf. Highly recommend. Um, influencer marketing, yay or nay? Mm, it depends on the product. Depends on the product. Yeah. Uh, I mean, best... like, like some products you can't even find an influencer to, to match it up with. Right? Like it really depends. I am pro uh, influencer. I think there's lots of ways to utilize that. If you look at like um, someone like Andrew Tate, how he did his whole affiliate marketing using uh, other people and his content and all that stuff, whether he's controversial or not is his own thing. But he, he used that really, really well to, to scale and grow his brand. Uh, best metric for success, ROI or engagement? ROI. ROI all day. Uh, desktop or mobile? Mobile. Content, uh, video or blog? Video. You started that. That's where you started. A-B testing, essential or overrated? Essential. Essential. Uh, one hashtag that best describes uh, right away leads? Active. Active. Awesome. Teresa, thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate you. Where can everybody find mm -hmm. you? Uh, your website, the rightawayleads.com. I'll include yes. that. Um, and you're going to provide me the link for your AI club. Is there anything yes. else they can find you? I'm LinkedIn. LinkedIn. Okay. I'll make sure to link to that as well. When we hop off here, I'll get all that information. Make sure to check out her website. If you have any questions, reach out to me or to Teresa. She knows a lot about AI and Facebook ads. You can learn a lot just like I did today. All right. Thanks for coming on. My pleasure. Thank you so much for having me, Zach. Have a great day, everybody. Thanks for Cheers. listening. Bye. So I just wanted to take a quick minute and say, wow. This conversation was fascinating for so many reasons. And as you could tell during the episode, I kept trying to bring everything back and get it organized so it made sense to listen to for you. Uh, but that's what happens when you have a great conversation. It's like a stream of consciousness goes out into the world and so much value came out of that. I hope you enjoyed this episode. We absolutely loved creating it for you. And uh, if you did like it, please like, share, subscribe, do all the good things, spread the good word. Because if you do, we're able to grow our base of audience and bring more cool guests on for you. And you can learn it all here for free. I appreciate you. Talk soon. Cheers. Peace.